Welcome back to another episode of the AYA Outdoors podcast. I'm joined today with Jack again and Grant again. Um, kind of last minute, kind of late. We uh, were so busy this weekend and wore out from hunting that uh, we weren't able to get one done then. So uh, we are doing one now and uh, better late than never, I guess. So, um yeah this past weekend was opening weekend of uh archery season here in florida where Absol- we live absolutely terrible yeah it was not the greatest for all three of us um we'll dive more dive into that more here in a minute but uh yeah we got uh got some good things going um we have a uh pro staff team as we call it um it includes jack and grant and a few other buddies of ours um and uh yeah we just pretty much are those those are the guys that uh that get the uh get merch first um you know and and can model it and show it off a little bit not sure what's going on but grant and jack are dying over here can't stop laughing (laughs) Uh, i don't don't even know to be honest with you we're just all sleep deprived. So, um, Grant, me and Jarrett hunted together most of the weekend. So, how was uh, how was opening day for you? Sucked, really bad. Why? All I saw was a yearling. <laughs> it had spots. Fawn for anybody. Fawn, fawn. Yeah. Okay, fawn. My bad. My bad. Fawn. Fawn. It was a fawn. It hit the ground last week. Possibly. <laughs> and it just teased him the whole time. The whole time. I just yeah. wanted a doe. I mean, was that's, that too much to ask it, for? That's all I was looking for, too. I just wanted something on the ground. That was it. I to, didn't, to I get didn't that, miss. To, to scratch that itch. You yes. Know what I mean? yes, just to get the the trigger, trigger itch out of the way. That didn't happen for any of us. Mm-mm. Maybe this weekend. I'm hoping. The only problem is it's not going to be as cold. Be a little, be a little warmer. I just got a like a strong whiff of a like a water burger hamburger. <laughs> um, I don't know if I don't think any of us have eaten a water burger hamburger today. It smelled just like one, bro. It smelled like just like the floor of the kitchen. <laughs> I ate tops today. That's uh, probably what I'm. That's doing. probably it. So you were blessed by the gods, is what you were saying. Was it trash? No, it was good. It's always good, but you know, tops is a greasy ass. Bro. Yeah, that's what I was getting yeah, at. Run through you. Yeah, yeah, bad, bad. <laughs> that in Coney Island, pooping in the roadside, pooping in the ditch. <laughs> I've never ate Coney Island. Really? Uh-uh. Dude, Coney Island. My I repiped the gas there. My uh, my dad's um great uncle or aunt or something like that owned it when it first opened they really were, that mm-hmm. place has been there for a long time mm-hmm. yeah they were the owners they were the owners for like the first 30 years yeah they were uh they've been there for a long time like in the same spot same mm-hmm. building and everything mm-hmm. tiny little building you said you redid the gas mm-hmm. probably much needed mm-hmm. it, was it was probably bad yeah i was about to say it's probably old it was probably original we did it, but they had like clay pipes. <laughs> no, no, not that bad. 
Yeah, it's all uh, wrapping straw. Yeah, what's that old uh, that old like plumbing pipe that they use? Like, not uh, fuck, what's it called? I can't think of what it's called, but it's old. Like nobody uses it anymore. What happened to the no bad language? They slip sometimes. Buddy just dropped the f bomb on a child friendly flare up sometimes. It's marked explicit for a reason in case someone slips. (laughs) It happens. Anyway. You want to tell your missing story first? Or you want me to tell mine? Uh, you can go ahead with yours. Okay. Yeah. So Saturday we were hunting, and uh, it was Saturday evening, and um, I uh, <laughs> was it? Sa- yeah, it was Saturday evening. Where, did you hunt at your house Saturday evening, Jack? Uh, Saturday evening. Yes. Yeah, and then you hunted Sunday morning and evening in the blind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so Saturday evening I was sitting in one of the blinds I have set up, and it was almost dark, hadn't seen anything, and finally a doe came out. and She's at like 25 yards for the most part and um, just kind of hanging out. and I couldn't really see her, but I knew where her vitals were in – line with like this little branch that was in front of her so i had it all planned out it was going to be executed perfectly i got drawn she didn't move i shot she didn't move the only problem was i shot about two foot over her back it happens to the and i was stuff. like i was like man i said Saw what just happened sailed that luminock off the oh yeah face of the, of the earth i don't know where it went and uh i uh i go over there and i'm like looking and like trying to find my bow and i can't find the bow and uh I finally, uh, or the you arrow. I was about to say, you couldn't find bow. My bad, the arrow. I was getting sidetracked watching Grant try to get this mic set up. But uh, I uh, couldn't find the arrow, couldn't see it, so what I'm assuming happened is it center punched a tree and that knock turned off. But um, I got to thinking, I was like, man, there's no way that I I held and shot that high or jerked and shot that high. And uh, It'd be happening sometimes. What I, what I found out was that from where we had practiced earlier that day at 36, yep. I never readjusted the sight, the dial. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, so I was aiming at tw- – I was shooting for 25, and the bow was set on 36. So I sailed it clean over back, and that was the only deer I saw all weekend. I, uh, so they marked I was, their calendars. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> they knew. I was covered up in deer all weekend. I seen deer every day. Must be nice. Um, Sunday morning, I hunted at Jarrett's, and uh, right at first light, right after shooting light came in, had a doe come in at 16 yards, ranged her, got drawn and everything. She was broadside, never picked her head up, never knew I was there, and uh, couldn't find my pins. All I could just see was, you know blur i just all i could see was a blur it was so dark in that ground blind and mm-hmm. still not really light out yet so i you know in hopes that she would stick around i let out and as soon as i let out she walked off and never came back but uh damn my missing story is uh had a doe come in with a yearling yearling didn't stick around and the doe stayed there i had a I got drawn and went to get into my settling point and a squirrel jumped a branch from a tree across me and spooked the deer she picked up and looked at me and saw me settling down and spooked, ran 10 yards further and turned broadside and I, she couldn't see me because her head was in the trees and uh, I thought she was like 
30-ish. So I shot for 30-ish and shot right under her. It was close enough that I had a couple pieces of hair on the ground but didn't make contact. So happens to the best of us. We all miss. Even the uh, famous people on YouTube miss. I don't know. I ain't ever seen Chris Beach miss anything he's ever shot at. I mean, you know. I mean, I guess he might just not show us those. I don't know, but I don't ever see him miss. And that dude can shoot a bow. I wouldn't post me missing on YouTube. Yeah. No, I I have my miss on video, and it's not going on YouTube. (laughs) You got it on video? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. You got it with you? No. You talking about the one from the other day? From Saturday night. Bro, you didn't even show me it? (laughs) You didn't show me it, and he didn't want to tell me it on video. You can't really see, like... Because the lens I have doesn't zoom in far enough. I know it was only 25 yards, but that camera lens does not zoom in far enough at 25 to, like, really see anything. And I think there was a little branch in the way, so it, like, focused on it instead of deep. And so it just – I don't think you can really see, like – you can just see my luminite go – and just haul off the backside of this hill. But, yeah, hopefully this weekend will be better. This weekend I'll be deer hunting, and then following weekend I'll be – in Arkansas, shooting geeses in the face. You go do a oh, yeah, potty. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Huh? I forgot about that. Yep, I'll be gone that weekend. It'll probably be the best hunting weekend down here in the history of Florida archery hunting. Probably. I'll, be gone. I'll probably limit out while you're gone. Probably. <laughs> illegal as shit, but yeah, probably. How will it be illegal? Well, you can only kill two deer a day. Actually, I don't even think you can kill two deer a day anymore. I don't know that. If I but can, I know if for I a can. fact it would be illegal to kill five deer in a weekend because the possession limit's only four. I don't take know, it like, back to the house. If like, That's still, I don't, like I don't, possession is like in your cooler. Too. I really don't understand uh-huh. that. Like, if we can shoot five deer, why can't it be? Why can't sit? why can't I just blast five deer if they come out? Don't understand it either. Also, don't understand why they limit us to two does when yeah, the do, they bug are. to doe ratio is like one to five. They are pretty literally bad. everywhere. Yeah, like I mean, we I, we literally left the hayfield Sunday, yeah, Sunday evening or Saturday evening. Was it Sunday or Saturday? Not Sunday. too not too long ago, I seen a dead doe in, on the in the middle, like in the median ditch in front yeah. of the dang uh, Chevy dealership at Crestview. Yeah, dang in town. Yeah, but like we were leaving the hayfield Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. and driving down Clary Road, there was a. Two full-grown does and four year like fawns, and I'm like, yeah, but we can't kill more than two does. Like the yeah. last the last podcast me and Jared did, I went home and it's literally like an eight minute ride from his house to my house. And that's going slow. And I saw like twelve or thirteen deer. Four of them were bucks, and the rest of them were does. Yeah, you know that's a short distance. Yeah, you know where I live? That retention pond next door. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw a buck in that retention pond last year. Oh, need to throw the saddle up. It's just the... it's just a weird spot to see deer. Yeah, it completely is completely surrounded. Yeah, that is an odd. There's probably one little like corridor of like there's house a piece lots, of land and then out there's there. There's like an itty bitty trail of trees. That, like there's like a 13 acre plot out there. Yeah, that's a pretty big spot. Yeah, yeah but it's still it's. In the middle of everything. Uh, so, last year, my dad sent me a picture of a buck he saw at, um, oh, God, I'm blanking. You know when you come off the Mid Bay Bridge coming into Destin like you're going to Bass Pro? Mm-hmm. That 
gated neighborhood. Kelly on the Plantation. Right. Kelly Plantation. Yeah, he sent me a picture of a nine point with split brow tines in there. Really? Just standing on the side of the road. Jeez. I see them in 38 all the time. Oh, dude, there's some good ones out there. You know you can bow hunt that, right? Yep. I think it, What's the name of that state park? It's not Blue Mountain, is it? Mm-mm. Um, I can't remember. Is it something Jackson? Maybe. Is it Frank Jackson? No, mm-hmm. that's a that's that's, that's the op. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I know I've I, we were doing a job out there in a house and I'm out at the van in the double doors and I hear something up under the house next to the one we're working on. It's on stilts. And there was five rack bucks as a bachelor group come walking under this house with stilts with a car parked in it. Like there's people there. Oh yeah, I mean they're pets. They just walked under it, walked around and walked within like probably 15 yards of me and just walked by and one of them was like a solid size 8 point, like a 115 125 115 125 inch 8 point like pretty decent florida buck what that is hey but uh yeah no we uh i would love to hunt out there you can i know just it's just finding the spots and i don't really have a public land so i'm gonna i'm gonna set up right behind somebody's house like I've been to multiple houses. You can like see their pool and the deer. I've been to multiple houses that people have feeders in their backyards, mm-hmm. just Dude, so they can you, they can just watch deer. I'm telling you right now, if I live in a suburb area like where you live, or even where my dad lives, he lives off PJ, like right up the street from where you li- used to live. Yeah, you know where Cloverview is. Maybe like uh, damn, same uh, neighborhood. What's that road called? You turn by the the daycare. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Villacrest. Take a right, Villacrest. Yeah. Um, when you turn, you go through the first stop sign where the guy has all the classic cars. Yep. Second right turn or left yeah, turn. Yeah, I know where he is. Yeah. There's a patch of woods out there. Yeah. Um, if I lived somewhere like that and I had deer coming in, I would stand. I would take the mesh out of my window and just slide the old kitchen window up and puke. Oh yeah, that's what I would do. And I would walk. I thought about asking that lady. There's a lady that owns that 13 acres. It's not county owned. She actually owns it, and she lives right over there. She lives on the other side of it. She owns that 13 acres plus. I think her house is on like three or four. So she's like she's like 90 years old. She's like a Crestview original. You know that's why she's got so much property right there. I thought about asking her. I bet that if I could hunt her is swallowed in deer, like. I mean, I saw deer in the retention pond. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if you've been to my house now, but I mean, I've been like it's by it going to Cameron's. That's what I say. Yeah, but you know that retention down. pond right yeah, yeah. there. So if you're looking at the retention pond on the left side, that patch of woods that goes all the way behind it, it feeds all the way. So you know, if you go all the way to the end of my street, the opposite end, mm. and you take a left mm. and you go down and you cross that bridge right there, that patch of land connects all through there. So they've got to be coming under that bridge through that creek bottom. Oh, I'm sure. You just but, like. Hang the old saddle off the uh, guardrail. Yeah, I know. I need to go ask her. I just figure it's going to be. I don't even. Yeah. Is it legal to hunt within city limits with a bow? Yeah. yeah. It is? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I tried to look it up one time, and you can't really find much on it. I mean, it's probably, it's a probably gray frowned area. upon yeah. by Crestview. And that's just because of killing deer in city limits. But, like, I'm sure it's fine. You know, I'm not rifle hunting. No. There's no no reason that it would be unsafe, you know. I mean, 
and I say that as in like you're a good enough shot. Oh yeah, I and mean you'd be in a tree shooting down thirteen like, acres in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, and you're not going to be taking like eighty yard shots no. flat. You know, and I so. try to get centralized in that piece of property. So yeah. if it does run, it's not like dude. That would be a very good one that you could like start baiting in the summer. Yeah, and it would just get probably juicy. I need to go ask her. There's got to be a giant in there somewhere. I mean, just like a true. Stud. I might go. I might go by there and ask her tomorrow. Do you know where she lives? I looked her up on. I mean, I like looked up the property lines on Onyx, yeah. and then I saw there was a house with the same name on it. We're not sponsored by Onyx, by the way, but shout out. I Onyx use, is awesome. I use I love it. Forge, so. I haven't had a problem with Onyx, but I did look, and it said I've, her name. I used Onyx before, and I'll be a hundred percent honest. The only reason I swapped Spartan Forge is because that's what SQL uses. Do I need any of those apps? No. Now, yes, because we duck hunt a lot public land. But, yeah, I, I but, use it a lot for hunting blackwater. But before hunting behind the house, what the heck do I need? Yeah, I can I can walk my entire property. I can walk my entire property and see where everything's at. Like I know where everything is. It's just is. nice for property you know, lines. Yeah, yes. you know your property lines and stuff about yeah. you know getting permission. It's easier to find people. Oh yeah, for sure. Like because yeah. I could look up I can look up your name on there and it'll pull up you everything up that's name, in your like name. Your, like facts like there's a lot of stuff that's on there oh yeah like i, I was looking one time on the, on onyx when i used it i've used Huntwise, onyx spartan forge Huntwise wasn't i use deercast i've never from, heard uh, of that from jury outdoors that's that shit like tells you when to go hunting and i just use it for the map i don't use it for anything else onyx is the way to go the only thing is kind of expensive so that's what I like about Spartan Forge. Because it's thirty dollars for one state, thirty dollars a year for one state. Mine is forty for a year, and that's everything. Yeah, no. Mine's, if you want the whole country, mine's like or the whole United States. It's I think it's a hundred dollars a year. Mine's like fifty nine for the whole planet. <laughs> oh, you can look over in Dubai. Yeah, and it shows property lines and all that. Really? Wind, wind check, and I can make plots and you know like outline my plots and have names for them and. Have hmm. have a uh, recommended wind checks for. Them. I think I can do a lot more with Onyx than I give it credit for. Yeah, like I feel like Spartan Forge has a lot more, and I just don't use it. Like, like what would be really nice is like, uh, um, like for the uh, the blind in there, I can get to it perfectly fine now. Like I'm good. See, look, but like for you that morning, if you would have tracked. With, with like Spartan Forge you can do a tracking mode you can do that on Onyx yeah yeah and so it'll track exactly where you walk and so you'd have a path in there look this is my house right there that's my house what's that down there is that a creek that's that piece of property bro that's got deer in it and that retention pond's right right there yeah so let's see how big is that piece 14 14 acres. Yeah. It says family trust, though. I wonder if she died. Hmm. No, she probably just has it in a trust. Yeah. yeah, this is this is pretty much mine. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's still, it's basically the same thing as the other and those two, I don't know, her house now says trust life E. So, so it's in a life trust. So like it, if, she, if she dies, it goes into her trust and all yeah. that stuff. I don't know. That's what a lot of people's like older people, they'll, theirs will say that. So those oh, two, she's old. Those two green points that I have marked, yep. the, I have those marked as uh, bedding areas uh, just from like past experiences of me, you know, wandering through the woods and blowing out like, you know, mm -hmm. three or four deer. And then I'll go back like a week later and do it again, you know. 
like I obviously know deer bedding there. Um, I was going to hunt out of my backyard. So this is. You got a lot of woods behind your backyard, don't you? Yeah. My, my. Does it butt up to private? Well, private that I have permission to that I get deprivation Bro, my, tags to. My Spartan Forge has me not here. It's because it's Spartan Forge. But okay. that that square is that's what yours. I, is what I live on. Right. That's like just mine and mom's land. But um, my family has a a couple hundred acres and it's butted up to eleven thousand that I have permission to on Yellow River. Uh, like I I float from Highway Two Bridge during the summertime. Like I'll just put a John boat in at Highway Two and float to behind my house. It's like a six and a half hour float, and just you know fish all the way. Yeah, hmm. it's fun to do. Oh, yeah. I'm just not into fishing that much. I'm not either. That's I like, why I like fishing. But I've not been that back much. and forth on putting a trolling motor on my boat, but like, <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> if I put my trolling motor on my boat this summer. Yeah, maybe once or twice. I think you had it when we went to the lake a couple times, and once on the river. But other than that, you didn't have it. Yeah, I went fishing. This is just always two in the way. Times, you it's know? not in the way. If you're if you're not fishing it, you, it's pointless. Extra weight, yeah, less mile an hour. Yeah, Grant's all about speed. Oh yeah, the speed demon for sure. Yeah. It's not even that fast though. <laughs> On the river, it's. Uh, I mean, it's not fast compared to other river boats. Yeah, you got with, with, with like equal weight in our boats, both being fifty horsepower. He's got like six miles an hour on me. Give or take. Give or take, depending on. Got to mix gas to go fast. That's right. Mixing gas and passing ass. Hauling ass. Whatever, dude. Same thing. My saying sounded better. No. Anyway. (laughs) You don't pass ass, bro. Yeah, you pass gas. Hey, Um, But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got a bunch of stuff I want to do to my boat. I want to build a blind for it. When does it come back in? November 18th, I think. So two weeks after I get back from Arkansas. And it's in for two weekends? Till through the weekend after Thanksgiving. It basically runs the same schedule as deer season. Is it teal only again? Nope. This is everything. General duck. Yep, general duck. And then it goes out again. So general duck is like the 18th. It's like the third weekend of November through the weekend after Thanksgiving. And then it comes back in like the second weekend of December through the end of January. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. We need to probably that weekend before whoever's going to be going, we need to go look at some spots. We already got some good ones picked out as long as we can get in there before everybody. Me and Cole. Oh, I'll were, get in there before everybody. Me and Cole <laughs> were talking and we want to. Try to find something a little closer Go to at least it. have something closer. But the only problem with that is, like, Yellow River sketches me out if it's low, like bad. And it I don't – kind of unpredictable sometimes. And I don't know – I don't know, uh, like, any good spots to try to get in. Anywhere. I've got a buddy that hunts Yellow River. Yeah. He said he's got some pretty good spots. I know some guys that have a fine spot on Shoal River, but you cannot get to it unless you have a mud motor. I uh, like I do. I I had I had a spot 
even in my my 15 my little aluminum craft it was tight for that boat but once you get back in there it was a nice hole yeah need to get some decoys and stuff too we need to have I'm rocking with a half dozen <laughs> yeah i've got a dozen and a half or a dozen yeah, a dozen and a half huh you got a dozen and a half yeah got a dozen teal and a half dozen woodies mojo I wish they would make the sticks longer for that. I need to rig something up that for whenever it's real shallow. But real deep, you mean? Or yeah, real deep. Sorry, I'm all over the place tonight. But uh, but anyway, you asked me last night what the next plan was for AYA. What'd you mean by that? Oh, like, I like in what where, sense? Where it was going? It was like next. anything? What was the next thing on the charts? <sighs> well. Next big thing like that I would say is like a decent stepping stone is uh getting all getting merch up there at Yellow River. Um whatever happened with uh Lulu? Mm-hmm. Still waiting on that. Um I asked Maggie about it and she said the boss was out of town like this whole week or last week or something and uh but she overheard her talking to Lexi about uh Wanting to get a couple things just to see how they sold and stuff. She's got two hoodies and two shirts right now. And I haven't heard anything. So that's kind of why I was asking. I was like, hey, it's been like three weeks and I haven't heard anything. And she's got uh, $140 worth of merch, you know. So, right. Or whatever, however much it was. And so, but no, I mean, I don't, nothing like, uh, I don't know, just expanding the merch lines and um, trying to get new stuff. Got a couple new designs that I'm working on for, uh, like, uh, shirts and uh, eventually going to make a new hat design. So, Bottomlands hoodies. Working on that. Working on getting some Bottomlands stuff. It's just, it's tougher to get camo stuff. Than it is solid colors, but really, just that's where's kind my of the tag at? Um, I gotta get. Didn't Coltrane get his tag? Yeah, where's was, my tag? That was because I sucked it up and just gave him the white one. That oh, was, you gave him mine. yours? Oh no! Yeah. What are you talking about? The front plates. Uh, I'm supposed to have a chrome one coming from my GMC. I ain't seen it yet. Yeah, he wants a chrome one. I actually... Yeah, I want a chrome one. Glad you said Got to put that thing on there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to message him right now and ask him to send me a preview of a chrome one. What color vinyl do you want? Probably black, right? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Black on chrome? Chrome. Chrome on chrome? Chrome on chrome. Just just chrome plate. Chrome on chrome on chrome. Chromey, chromey. Chromosome. I gotta yeah. have, yeah, I gotta have some chrome on the front end. It kind of looks, kind of looks weird, you know, all black in the front. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I couldn't imagine having like an all black front of your truck, like a base model or something. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, base model mother freaker. Bro, why you? I like, even got chrome on my forward out there. Bro, why are you letting it poke you in the forehead like that? I'm messaging Southern Rays guy. Shout out Zach at Southern Rays. He'll be on the podcast eventually. But, yeah, no, I don't, like, I mean, I guess the next also big thing is 
next uh august i'm hoping to uh hoping to uh have us a booth in buckmasters but this stuff's got to this it's got to grow a lot and it's got to i've got to have a lot of merch for a show like that you know so oh yeah that's a huge show like like i walked by the like the combat waterfowl booth has got like 40 different hats like 30 different shirts hoodies and like stocking all of it like a lot we ain't got all that no you know but what i'm thinking about doing is having like a smaller merch you know enough to get us through the weekend like hopefully like sell out on the last day but i want to set the podcast up and basically run like a really long like do a long podcast and like cut it up into sections whenever i post it but invite people on that are just at the show like ask them like hey i want to be on the podcast and just cycle a guest out you know do something like that that could be interesting and it would be all of us like it'd be the pro staff team running the booth basically the people who showed up i think everybody would out of pro staff people i'm not i don't question anybody that's in it you know and i think there'd even be some extra people there (laughs) you bring your mom (laughs) i mean she's never been and she doesn't hunt or do anything outside so but I'm sure dad would go. I mean, I don't know if he'd like want to work in the booth, but he'd be there. Dude, my dad would be all over that. Like, yeah. one right. Did you go get the show copyrighted? My bad, my bad. Hold on. Got to take a phone call. The wife's calling. Hello? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but, yeah, no. Hey, I don't. Grant, I want you to know we can still hear you through the mic. Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> Grant, we can still hear you. Huh? We can still hear everything you're talking about. I mean, it still picks up, but I don't think you're actually hearing it through the mic. I think you're just hearing it through the headset. Yes. He, needed, he probably need to go outside anyway to, like, uh... Okay, now that Grant's gone, let's talk crap about him. Yeah. We're going to take a little break real quick while Grant's on the phone, so uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're back. Had to take a quick intermission. Grant had a phone call from the missus. So. Had business now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, nothing uh, too crazy planned for AYA in the future. Uh, I mean, yes, there is stuff, but like nothing set in stone and like for sure getting accomplished, you know. So uh, definitely want some new designs. Still working on a graphic design for a T-shirt. Um, just got all the new hats in should have new hoodies and stuff done this week. So looking forward to all that. Um, but yeah, no, nothing too, too crazy. Just making some content, making some hunting videos and, uh, bow videos, whatever, whatever comes around. Filmed so, hunts. Yep. Filmed hunts. Yep. So, um, definitely need to get more serious about filming hunts. Yes. As the season. I just don't want to drag on film. Like I'd rather somebody do the filming for me yeah yeah so that's where i got lucky and i've got my nephew that hunts with me right and he does all the filming um so that helps but i mean self-filming is really not too too hard i mean it is a challenge i'm not not i'm not saying it's just the easiest thing in the world for those people out there that self-film but um i mean it's a challenge and and it, it you'll get challenged a lot on am i a hunter or am i a filmer 
do I shoot the deer even though it's not in frame or do I make sure that it's in frame to shoot it, you know? And I feel like around here we hunt a lot of food plots and a lot of, you know, bait piles and whatnot. So it would be a lot easier. Maybe not y'all on public land because you can't do any of that. But right. um, for, like, private land hunters, like, we have deer coming to a certain spot and staying in a Every certain time. spot for a while. Right. Whereas, like, those people that are hunting the Midwest are just hunting, like, pinch points between bedding and feeding and they're hunting moving deer it's a lot tougher to make a buck you know just do what you want it to or whatever deer on blackwater come cruising through there yeah so check it yeah so it could be kind of tough but yeah that is something that i want to do is get all the pro staff guys more in filming like i said the other day in the in our group chat is i don't i don't want y'all to think that y'all have to go out and buy five thousand dollars worth of camera gear to make this shit work you know um just buy a camera arm and a some sort of camera to film with and a lot of people use their phones now yeah um you just you still can't beat the quality of a no no you can't but so i mean the phone will do enough to get us by right but but yeah nope all i got planned is i've got a goose hunting a week and a half you've got a duck hunt at the end of the year Mm -hmm. you don't really have any out-of-state stuff really do you not until next year yeah so i think me you and hickey and maybe some other people have talked about doing a kentucky archery hunt maybe i'm thinking about missouri next year or i am am down oh uh i do have one piece of news uh next summer me and my dad are flying out to wyoming for a week and a half to go shoot pronghorn really yep his uh one of his um i guess you can call him like architectural welder because he does he builds like large metal things like uh descriptive the big awnings at car washes you know what i mean oh yeah yeah uh like he builds stuff like that like the framing for uh multi-story buildings mm-hmm. like parking garages he he uh essentially puts them together without the concrete um yeah yeah i forgot you told me about that the other day yeah Probably but yeah because you because you have family that lives in missouri right yes so so we could do a little yeah. mix of private but is, and public. Is missouri <clears throat> i don't believe it's a draw state okay i don't think it is either, i don't think it I'm is either sure. man i think austin looked it up and uh honestly the out-of-state licenses aren't ridiculous yeah no and normally if you're not like trying to buy a yearly like that's the thing with alabama is like we were saying the other day an Alabama license is pretty expensive. And, yes, it is. It's almost $400. But that's for a year. You know, it's With that, a corn permit. Yeah, that's for a year. Whereas, like, like when I went to Arkansas a couple of years ago, it was, like, $110 for everything. That was right. for a three-day hunt, the whole nine, you know. Yeah, but if we're doing a lease like we're talking about, I mean, we're going to have to buy the year, year to year. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'd uh, – definitely want to get more filming stuff and and kind of make it like a group thing you know i don't want it to just always be me in front of the camera and videos of me all the time Cause especially because like my hunting around here the house is so hit and miss like i may see deer four out of five sits i may see deer one out of 45 sits like it's just very hit and miss here around the house so um I just I just want everybody to basically film everything, and we'll just make episodes off of whatever, whatever luck people have, and and this and that, you know. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be good. I think we're going in the right direction still. You know, it's been kind of dead the last few weeks. 
transitional period yeah waiting on merch i'm getting ready for hunting season Um, everybody kind of dealing with their own stuff trying to get get ready for it now that the first opening weekend's out of the way i think we can kind of get back to doing more together and this and that so just a lot going on yeah oh yeah busy time of year on top of that you know everyone is working an average job schedule yeah that that's the other thing is uh that dude takes me back I think he's about to send me a rough draft for your plate. Oh, but uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's the thing is like we all work forty, fifty, sixty hours a week, except for Hickey. I don't work more than forty hours. No, I, I don't either. I mean, especially now because we don't we don't do any overtime. They don't allow it. I mean, they do, but they don't. You know, like right. they don't want you to. But if you have to, they're okay with it. Um, so you know, set forty. 7.30 to 4.30, hour lunch, you know, so. But problem is, is it's in Fort Walton, so it's an hour drive home. It's an hour drive there, you know, so. Mine's kind of unpredictable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yours is definitely uh, any any which way but scheduled, <laughs> pretty much, so. Um, and Jack will soon to be my coworker, so. Yep, start on the 6th. Yep, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. He'll be on the counter with me at where All we right. work, so. Probably do some carpool and try to save some moolahs. Just swap off and ain't nothing wrong with that. Heck no. Honestly, probably just drive my truck and you just throw in some gas money every now and then because it don't matter to me. Uh, I mean, if I'm planning on driving mine, whether you work there or not, and mine's a little bit newer, so it, I don't, you know, not as much wear and tear. I mean, it's same wear and tear, but it better gas mileage. Yeah, that too. Ain't on thirty fives. The mold, yeah. the mold mud grabs don't like gas mileage. No, they don't know what that is. They, they're smiles per gallon, not miles per gallon. Mm-hmm. So, wow, 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 wow. So, but now I'm looking forward to this hunting season, man. I'm, you know, shotguns getting recerocoded. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, camos getting changed. Bottom lines. Yep. How'd I know? Because you know me. You're wearing my AYA Bottomlands hat. <laughs> everybody likes Bottomlands. Oh, everybody does. So that's a, another thing I will touch on, and I said it in the group chat with you. I've talked to you about it, Jack, too. And uh, our local bow shop tech, one of them, told me and Coltrane that the new color, one of the new colors next year for Matthews, their new camo is Bottomlands. Now, somebody told me they saw Botex. I think it was Botex Bottomlands, and they didn't like it. Like, it doesn't look right. Like, yeah, it's still Bottomlands, but the, just the way it sits on the bow isn't doesn't look as good. So I'm interested to see that. Um, they told, uh, told Drew not to order. They told him to only order what he needs on mods for the Phase 4s he has left because the new, those mods will not work on the new bows. So he's pretty sure they're going to go to like a Hoyt-style adjustable without a bow nice. press. Yes. And he thinks they're going to change the cams just because they haven't changed the cams in four years. You know, since the Triax, they've been the same. Yeah. The exact same cams. So um, I think Matthews is going to be doing some cool stuff this year. I'm trying to convince Jackie Boy over here to swap over. And yeah, it might be time for me to get rid of the V3X. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He'll probably buy it. You probably sell it him. You want no, to buy a V3X? No, if I buy a bow, it's going to be brand new. Mine's basically brand new. Yeah, It's only a year old. My, my bow's also a year old. That'll be two, two next month. 
Mm, yeah. Maybe not that you've owned it, but two I since release. Well, yeah, I know, but like I bought my Phase Four brand new, but it's three months after they right. dropped. So, no, I bought mine a month before the Phase Four dropped. Oh, so you bought yours yeah. in October, mm-hmm. so a year ago. Yeah, like a week before bow season, because my bow yeah. is about to blow up. Yeah. Oh, so then you bought yours a year late. Yes. Okay. And I couldn't wait on the phase but four. It was, to, but it was brand new. It was brand new. I yeah. just couldn't wait for the phase yeah. four to come out. I needed a bow, yeah. like now. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to shoot the new Matthews whenever it comes out and see how I like it. I obviously won't jump I, on it right I then. I think but. you'll like it only because when I shot a Hoyt, I shot the – it was probably the RX-5. No. It was probably four years ago, three or four years ago. So whatever bow their carbon was that year, because it was like a fourteen hundred dollar bear bow. Mm. I when was that. it? I remember that. It was like four years ago, five years ago. It was probably still the RX seven, to be honest. Well, the RX five was last year's bow, or the year before, I think. So it might have been, been the RX three or three. Something. Anyway, it was Hoyt's carbon bow flagship that year. Or they the, didn't. What was it? A turbo or some shit? I don't remember. I just remember they didn't have the new Matthews in yet, which was that year, the Traverse and the, I don't remember what the other one was that they had, but um, the guy was like, hey, do you want to shoot this Hoyt? Like, it's really the only thing I got that's your draw length. I said, yeah, I'll try it. And I knew as soon as I drew it, I was like, nope, I don't like it. This is, to me, that's not a good deer hunting bow. And the reason I say that is because for me personally, that draw cycle is like you're trying to pull a freaking fire truck down the highway or pull a fire truck up a hill. Like, I feel like you're fighting, pulling that back. Yes, it has a thousand pounds of let off. I got that. And I get that the anchor point's nice and the bows are lighter, but I just don't like that draw. Like, I feel like I'd be fighting it on a cold morning with a, you know, my shooter buck standing in front of me when I'm nervous and I'm shaking, you know. Whereas that matthews every matthews i've shot even my mission that i had it just feels smooth like from the time i hook to the time i'm an anchor it's smooth yes i might be holding a little bit more but it just feels smoother mm-hmm. i mean mine's 85 percent let off yeah uh, just about every bow now is well i know the matthews now are there it's either 80 or 85 you can yeah get it on your mods yeah so but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what the new one is. I will not be buying a new one. But Matthew's also got the game unlocked with the uh, build your build a bow. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, you can customize it. And I'm I like, also like, just, cool I also just like yeah, I like just the I just I like how it feels in my hand better. I like I don't know. There's just a lot about Matthews that it's hard. It would be hard for me to ever swap to another bow. One, I think Matthews has the nicest looking bows, like the cleanest looking bows. For sure. Uh, two, they just, they're comfortable. And, you know, we still hunt a lot. Like, we're not out, you're about to be, when you go on that Wyoming trip, but like, we're not hiking miles and miles trying to hunt with these bows either, uh-huh. you know. So, a little bit heavier bow is not a, fuck, you know, a bad thing, you know. It's it, it it's doable, you know. Um. So I I just love Matthews, dude, and I think if you shoot both of them, you'll you'll swap. And I, yeah. Because and I was talking to Larry about this last night. I think right like right before you got there, 
um how like whenever i watch you draw it looks like you're like bending you know like bending your back just fighting it trying to get it pulled back and like yeah you can drop the poundage down and fix that or you can keep the same poundage and just have a smoother bow you know right um because that's the thing like what are you drawing it's like 64 65 yeah. so i don't draw like high neither mine is 67 and it's smooth as butter i mean i'm not a hiccup in it you know now can i shoot as long as y'all no my my arm's getting tired after about five arrows right. six arrows but that's why i've got my poundage so low well this is my thing how many times are you shooting 12 times at a deer never but i you shoot, my shoot bow one a time lot. you gotta shoot one time that's it i will say this probably till the day i die i am a bow hunter not an archer and I know those two kind of go hand in hand, and people will be like, well, you need to be an archer first before you try to kill an animal. you got to be ethical. I will shoot just as good, maybe not as long, but just as good. Not with anybody. Like, obviously, there's people that blow me out of the water. But, if like, when we went and shot tech, we all pretty much shot about the same. We all, the lost, we all lost arrows. We all had ups and downs. We all had our targets that, hey, Grant smokes these targets when he's at a 45-degree incline shooting up. Me and Justin can't. Austin halfway shoots them. Austin can shoot 150 yards straight on and smoke everything, and none of us can. Like, there was targets that you were like, you had your strong suits, you know. Right. But, uh, like, I'm just, I focus on being able to ethically kill deer. That is all I care about. I don't care about being able to hit a 12 ring at 65 yards at an ASA tournament. I don't care. That's not why I got into bow hunting. That's not why I shoot bows. Like, do I like shooting the tar- tournaments and like target shooting with the guys? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. I want to do another tack. I do too. You know, um, but like, I'm not in it to like go do tournament shooting. I don't like it. But tack's know? not really a tournament either. No, tack is like just it's a fun. Event. Yeah, just BSing with people and shooting targets. You know, shooting bows. It was a good time. Oh, I loved it. Other than just the you know physical demanding side of that's it. gonna be all of them. I think I don't think Oklahoma's as bad. I had a good it's time. not like in the mountains. I'd do Tennessee again. Tennessee was just beautiful. It was oh, it was yeah. nice. It was awesome. But but yeah, I don't I just, you know, I I think you'll swap over. Yeah. But. I I might, you know. Uh, I shot the phase four when like a couple of weeks after it first came out and you brought it up the other day, you know, you when you shoot a bow when it's maxed out yep well, it's, it's it's like just the phase fours yeah it's something with the way they're like b3x's too oh uh, yeah and i think it's the cam system i think it's the way the cams are set the up limbs. or the limbs or something and the limbs don't have no cushion because it's bottomed out against the riser yeah so whenever they're maxed out it's like you're fighting a like trying to pull a skyscraper down yeah and once you, know? you hit that let off it just it falls out yeah yeah and if you just back it down even a half turn it's crazy right. how much better it feels and, and uh it, i didn't even think about it but you know i'd already bought my hoyt at this point so i'm like not fixing to just turn around and buy another bow you know what i mean right um well and and nobody knew that at the time like when they first got those phase fours at precision i think you said you had shot one I think Justin said he had shot one. Austin shot one. We all shot them maxed out, and we were all like, "Whoa, this bow sucks! Like this is the worst bow." Good as my V three X. Yeah this this is the worst bow Matthews ever released. And then Drew finally like I think got told or figured out on his own or something that hey if I crank this 
weight down just a little bit, butter, a whole new bow. It's completely different. And that's, I think, what screwed Jacob over, Bot and the pro staff. I think that's what screwed him over was whenever he went to shoot that at that bow shop, they still didn't know. And they had it maxed out because he said it felt like he was like just pulling against a wall. Like he said it was just uncomfortable and he didn't like it, you know. And so I think that's what happened was they just had it maxed out on him. So whatever you do, just make sure it's like middle of the axle, which I heard on this new one, too. You can go up to 80 pounds. I wish they'd come out with longer draw lengths. Wow. Because 31 and a half is really not long enough for me. Jesus. Or they need like a 32. They need a title. <clears throat> no. Uh, what's their big hunting bow? The Atlas. Mm. It's been out for a couple of years. The 34 inch. Ain't that a 34 axle to axle? That's for five, I think. Or 35. But it goes, out to like, it goes out to like 34 inches of draw. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, their titles are nice. Yeah, they're did pretty you, cool. Did you see that? And you see that they've got like 30-inch bridge locks? Yeah, it's Dude, that probably expensive. Awesome. Oh, I'm sure that's like a $600 stabilizer. Oh, yeah. Because the 12-inch is 260 So yeah. multiply that by three. You know, I'm sure it's probably not equivalent <clears throat> and to I think they've went to brass weights now, too. On those, yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same on the new bows or the hunting bows, but yeah. It's about time they did something for their comp series. They've had the TRX out for years. Yeah, I think it's been out for like five or six. So, but I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Very true. That's probably you're not worried about vibration in a bow like that. That's probably why they haven't swapped uh, cams out so long. I mean, they they work. Well, and that's my thing is like, at what point do you just say, "Hey, we've built the best bow we can build." Well, I mean, everything advances. There's always something new happening. They're gonna make you know carbon fiber cams or nope carbon fiber lint or matthew's already said they will not do carbon fiber no like they have like firmly said we will never do anything carbon it takes fiber. the durability of your bow down well that and they don't want to be like hoyt right you know now but they're gonna they're gonna PSE fi- just dropped a new carbon bow they're gonna figure out how to make bows lighter with oh, or yeah. without carbon fiber you know they're gonna make figure out how to make them faster they're gonna figure out how to make them quieter yeah they're only getting faster yeah I don't know, like, I understand I've got the same draw length as you, 31 and a half. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm still baffled that that bow shot 308. Yours? Yeah. Like, with Dude, a 535 grain arrow, that is, shooting 308. That's flying. Yeah. yeah. You're shooting a lot more pounders than I am, too. What, do you, what is your set at? Mm, I cried at 60, 61. Okay. It's comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And that's what? the thing. Like, I will never tell anybody, you got to be over 300 feet. you got to be over 290. Like, Shoot what you like shooting and what is comfortable. My, bow, my shot, bow shot. My bow shoots two seventy four. Yeah, I think mine shot two eighty something. It did because I remember we talked about it as soon as I chronoed mine. I want to do it again just to see how much the strings have stretched. And oh, I, I chronoed mine after I'd been shooting it, so I'm sure it slowed down a little bit. Yeah, I think it'll still be two nineties, but I doubt it's still three hundred. There's not a lot. If I mean, it if it isn't, I might get uh, new strings. <laughs> What are the strings that uh, Justin got? Gas? What are yeah, they? gas. Gas bow strings. Yeah, I, might, I might get some different strings. Mainly, not even for that. I want to get them with a color. Like I want to get some color on them. I like color on my bow. I've still got my original strings on my bow. I mean, I ran original strings on that Matthews Mission until I had it for like 
I don't think any of my bows. I've got three bows, and all of them have the original strings on them. I've yeah. never restrung a bow. Yeah. Ooh. So my second bow that I ever bought, I bought it from my cousin Elliot. Um. It was a diamond. Oh, smelly it. Grant, you may know Elliot. He does. Elliot know. Howard. Maybe. A deputy. Maybe. I don't know. He lives in Baker. Well, he lived in Baker. If I saw him, maybe. Um. Anyway. I think, I, bought, him, I think him and Justin work together. Probably. Um, I bought a bow off of him like six or seven, five or six years ago. I paid like 200 bucks for it. And uh, Cameron wanted to shoot it one day. Oh, God. Because he was oh, looking at He was looking at wanting to get a new bow. And this was right before he bought that Matthews that he's got now. Mm-hmm. And we're shooting off my back deck, and it has a almost a rib cage height rail around it. Mm-hmm. And he's shooting over it. He goes to like a second or third arrow and draws and just lets it fly. And I hear whack. And I was like, what the freak was that? My cam, when it spun around, the cam like backhanded the railing. I was like, that is not good. I immediately took that. At the time, I don't know if precision was there or not, but I didn't know they had an archery thing. When was that? How long ago? Five years ago. They did not have an archery shop then, I don't think. Um, so I took it to AA and had them look at it before I even like Drew thought, it. thought <laughs> yeah. about playing with it. And they said it was fun. Damn. But that's another company that's kind of making some nice bows now for you know for the more budget type hunters. Who? Blackout and Diamond and all them. Well, Diamond's owned by Botech. Right, yeah. Um, I think the best budget bow would be like a bear. Bear's starting to come out with some nice stuff. Yeah, like the hunting public's got their package with them. Right. It's like 600 bucks or something. Yeah, you do not have Ready to, to buy hunt. a $1,400 bear bow to shoot deer. No. Like, I don't, I'm sure your V3X was mid-2s, hmm. mid-2000s. Built? Built, decked Probably. out. Mine was high. 2000 probably about, not much more than yours I got the only t- reason yours was probably lower is because you bought it a year later no i didn't get it any cheaper oh you didn't okay so I, ours were probably pretty close i've got about 2400 i think i've yeah. got a little bit more in mine just because of my sight yeah oh yeah, yeah true that, that's more bars. or less why i went with hoyt too is because the you know the initial bow costs more but the attachments are like a third of the cost right yeah yeah, Matthew's attachments was a huge turnoff for me. Um, I'm not running any Matthew's attachments on mine. Though. I know you got a bridge lock bar on yours, but I got a bridge lock bar. I've got the quiver. I've got the oh yeah, that's rest. true. I've got the quiver and the QAD. But yeah. as far as bars, I'm running shrewd bars. Yeah, but those are still pretty expensive shrewd yeah. bars. They kind of hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you have the uh, the kickstand thing? So you can like set your bow no. on your own. No, I don't have that. I lost. I kind of just throw it in the dirt. I gotta find it. I lost mine. <laughs> That's like an eighty dollars stand. Mm-hmm. I know. I put it on the bed cover. Man, Steven. Oh, I, nice. I took I took him over to the blind. Mm-hmm. I went back down to the house. Got the bow out of the back of Steven side by side. I took it off. I set it on my bed cover, and I even told myself, "Don't forget this, Steven. Don't let me forget this. Don't forget." It. I forgot it. Went and drove up to their house up here, and somewhere between my house here, the hayfield, back to here, 
back to my spot across the road yeah, the and then gone, back to the bro. house. It's gone. Chalk Don't it know up. Where it's at. Chalk it up. It's gone. My only hope for existence of it still being somewhere is that it's Laying in the between dish. here and the house. Other than that, I ain't looking for if it. If it didn't get run over. And I'll order another one. Luckily, it was on the right side, so if it fell off, I hope it went straight into the ditch. I'm just not spending that much on a stand. It's worth it. Every penny of it. It is, really. Because I don't like the just clamp on the front because you got to sit it on the cam unless you got a really long stabilizer. And I don't feel like it's that stable. I don't like his because you're sitting it on the cam. The cam's in the ground. Yeah. That thing was nice. Oh, yeah. It's nice. I mean, nice. But the only reason I even need it now is to like go shoot at precision or ground blind or the ground blind. It came in handy on the ground blind. Because you're not trying to find that sweet spot of setting it up. Your cam's in the dirt. Arrows pressed up against the blind. I shoot expandables. I don't want that damn thing to open up, you know. So. I mean, now that, you know, if you don't want a, 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 a kickstand for your bow, they make a, like those push-in rods. Mm-hmm. And you essentially slide your limb on it. And it yeah. uses tension, like hanging tension. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah and you just that. pull it off. Yeah, I've seen those two. Yeah. I don't know. I've kind of like got my own thing going on with that saddle. Oh, I need that. It's basically got like a molly strap that goes around the tree. Right. What? A molly web strap. What is that? You ain't never seen molly so web? So it just hangs like uh-huh. right on the tree. Like it's not a hang arm. Basically. I've got like a... I'll just show it to you when we go outside. It's like a... A tree built. What do you mean? Like it just belts around the tree. And it's yeah, basically. Around. And then I've got a carabiner that, uh, you know, clips on one side and it's got a hook that hangs off the bottom side that spins and it kind of just hangs there against the tree. I mean, it works. Yeah. And then I'll be able to hang my backpack and all that shit from it too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to hold, it's going to hold everything. I really like the, uh, uh, those like camera arms. Yeah, every not time camera arms, but like bow hanging arms. Every time I like during the summertime, I'll see them triple hinged, them double hinged arms everywhere. Mm-hmm. But then when hunting season comes around, for the bow arms, yeah, they vanish. It's just one of those things. It's kind of it's kind of a pain to do if you're not going to be hunting the same tree over and over and taking it down and rescrewing it every time. Yeah, I'd rather just wrap the strap around the tree and hang my bow. And me and uh, Jared just rehung my lock on because I was I was in the wrong tree. Like right. It's a good spot, but the wrong tree. And I just kept getting busted, so I, we moved it to an oak tree. And I was trying to get that hanger and that right. through that hard-ass bark. Yeah, it's just not something you want to do every time you get in a tree. Especially 15 foot and off the And I don't ground. even think, I don't know if on Blackwater you're allowed to screw things into the trees. You are. I don't know. Yeah, with it being public. I know I you're know. not supposed to be out there, like, cutting. Yeah. I they don't, don't mind if you, like, cut a limb. Right, know, right. To make a shoot lane, but they don't want you out there with a chainsaw burning trees down. Right, here. right. But I did. I I had one of the tiny bow arms that screwed in the tree, and it was just it was a pain. Yeah. If I ever do get a saddle, I will never hunt in a tree like a big, just single standing tree. You know what I mean? It's gonna be like a an, an oak tree that's got kind of like what I was in five trees around it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you saw, like, we yeah. you can get in anything. Like, there's no way I could have ever gotten that tree with a climber. Mm-mm. No way. No. I wouldn't even think about it. Yeah, you'd have walked right by that tree. Oh, yeah, that but I been, mean, like, the money if those sticks go around it, you yeah. can get in it. 
And, you know, that, that saddle comes with a pretty good bit of rope. You can get around a big tree with that. Oh, yeah. If you're brave enough to throw it around. Yeah. Which, you know, to me, I would think that thin rope, I would try to find some way to weigh an end down so you can sling it around a tree. Yeah, that's kind of the biggest that's kind of the biggest issue with it that I'm trying to kind of sort out right now. It's, you know, obviously on a small tree it wouldn't matter, but trying to get around a big tree. But yeah. That rope is way better than the the buckles in my opinion. You can't beat a good old-fashioned ratchet strap though. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying for convenience and setup, it's yeah. just wrapping it around that button and putting a hitch in it basically and you're good to go. You ain't sitting here messing with the buckles and the no. tension straps and all that stuff. The uh, but I mean it's am steel, so it's strong, supposedly. The way they're the way they're hooked up to the to the stick, so like the way it's um, you know, kind of yeah. looped on. It's still kind of sketchy to me. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm sure if they're you know as stir as solid as it is, it's like in the back of my mind, I would just be scared to be going up the tree in the dark and the the not like give unravel or yeah, something. Yeah. It ain't gonna unravel. You you actually gotta like pull it to get right. it to go into those holes. Right. But I mean, I'm sure that it's been through testing, kind of. Thing. Well, that and it's kind of like a dock line. Yeah, you tie boat same off. thing. Literally uh, the same thing. What are those called? Cleat. Yeah, yeah cleat. dock cleat. But like you know, it's still in the back of my mind. Oh yeah. You step on it, and you're like, please well, dude, don't come loose. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, anything every, can happen. Everything hunting is in the back of your mind. Like yeah, but even I with climb, I climb a ladder stand, and all I can think is like, what if everything goes? What yeah. if the what stabilizing bar? What if the tree just falls over? Yeah, everything. Yeah. Like there, there's always a an if, you know, and a possibility. The biggest thing that scares me, and it'll happen, it'll happen on tension straps too, is if you don't set that stick good enough. Once you get all of your body weight on it it'll slide it's gonna slip but it's gonna grab really what it's doing is it's digging in but when it slips it'll scare you oh, oh yeah. yeah i mean it happened to me just yeah. at yeah jared's house yeah he did, he had one saturday he like got up on it and it didn't do it and he was like on the first step got up on the second step still yeah. didn't do it i don't think i'm pretty mm. sure it was when he, he got up on the third one and was standing and there bit. and fully stood up and it just doom. thankfully um I don't have like a lineman right. thing, but I made one out of my out of my safety harness, mm-hmm. uh, my safety line, and I tie a knot and I you know right. leap it up the tree to hang off of it when I'm hanging my sticks. But that's like a must. Yeah. Well, I do it you know in case it does slip or a uh, miss you too, Gabby. Um, uh, like a if one of the steps on the on mm-hmm. the stick breaks off or something, right. you know, I want to be able to at least have a split second to be able to grab and not just fall off the tree. That's the biggest thing I'm struggling with right now is trusting my stuff. Right. Like. You're not comfortable with it yet. No, I mean, I just got it. You know, I've only been up in it a few times, but it is kind of a weird feeling hanging from a rope 20 <laughs> foot in the air. You know what I mean? I mean at the end of the day, you got to trust your stuff. Yeah, I haven't yeah. had like a I haven't had like a slip up with it yet, really. Yeah, like, me and, uh, to scare me. The, but it's different. You're not in a chair. You know what I mean. You're not sitting yeah. in a chair. You're hanging. Literally first, hanging. The first substantial buck I ever shot actually came from uh, a tree stand slipping on me. Yeah. Me and Cameron went hunting one day, and we climbed up in this tree stand. We've hunted it together hundreds of times. 
It's never moved. It's been solid every time. Right. And we're up in the stand one day. No wind. I mean, there is wind, but nothing, you know, blowing the tree around. And we're sitting up there hanging out. And just out of nowhere, it gets, like, dead quiet. You know, like, that yeah. kind of quiet when, like, something's mm-hmm. fixing to go down. And the tree stand slides straight down the tree, like, 10 inches. And I'm like, I don't know about you, but I'm out. I'm getting right. down right now. I climbed out of that tree, and he followed me, and we went to another plot right right down this little road. I can't say that I've ever even hunted out of a lock-on. Um, I like hunt. I like my lock-on, but it's hard to get comfortable in it, I guess, because, like, it's just enough height from the seat to the to the feet platform right where your legs What's nice about a climber is it's i mean wherever you want it you can move it yeah but it's like just far enough where your legs aren't really comfortable right um and unless you get out on a branch with like with a a big branch below the platform and you can kick your feet out right it's it's kind of uncomfortable but the seat's nice um but we we slid down that tree stand and got up in another in another stand and we were in that stand for literally 11 minutes and a buck walked out and then my gun didn't go off and oh, we swapped nice. guns and i shot it with cameron's gun that it happens that was just one of them things i was meant to be i guess right i am kind of i'm ready to see how the comfort is in the saddle everybody uh, talks about how comfortable they are after you need to get some knee pads yeah i know that's next on the list i'm you know i'm kind of I to be kind of going and buying as I go, figuring out what I need. To be honest with you, I would go to Home Depot. Oh yeah, or something like that. If you buy like saddle branded knee pads, you're going to be pay, like 150. Yeah, triple what knee pads should be. You got to blow. But I am get. wondering if you sit in that thing for four hours, are you going to be okay? Yeah, but I mean, like if you if you get that that uh, lineman rope at the right height. You know, and just kind of like let your body weight hang. Oh yeah. And you just put your knees against the tree. I bet you could sit there all day. Probably. And what's nice is the one that I bought. It's a it's a two panel saddle, so it's actually got two individual pieces. Mm-hmm. So I can take that second piece and unclip it and bring it literally like midway up my back, and it's like oh yeah, sitting just in lean a, back in. Yeah, it. it's like having a back support, which I've played with it a little bit, and it made a difference. But I want to get I want to get a saddle, but I need to let you sit in mine. Have you sat in one before? Mm-mm. I need to let you sit in mine. Like, and I because you're about the same size as me. Because if you sit in one, I sat in one that was the wrong size for me, and I was like, this is this is not gonna work. Right. It was way too big for me, and it just wasn't comfortable. At Hickey, yeah, the big, basically like the D rings that are supposed to be on your sides. The mm-hmm. saddle was so. I mean, I'm a small. I'm small. I got a small waist. These D rings were like touching in the front, and it just. It was. It didn't feel right. But when I sat down at mine, it it actually fits me. See the my safety harness that I have now. Right. Has a saddle built into it. Kind yeah. of like it doesn't have that. Almost right. like, I guess like I guess you could call it like a diaper almost. Right. Um, but it's got the two D rings and it hooks around my legs and it. Yeah. Essentially cups like from my lower back around my ass. You know. Right. Um, and it could work as a saddle. If if I wanted it to, but I'd rather just get a saddle. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll go outside here in a minute and set up on a tree. I mean, we can do it, you know, like a foot off the ground, but yeah. it'll let you sit in it and see how it is. Because I think sitting in it's a, it's a huge determining factor if it's going to work for you or not. I guess the biggest thing that's for me a, is... That's like for me, if, if Justin gets that yeah. one redone, 
I will borrow it and I will right. put it on a foot off the ground and I will go stand on it every day. Yeah. It's a try. There. It's a try before you buy it. <clears> because thing. I would rather fall from a foot high than twenty foot. The high thing is, even I, it. even I felt like I was going to fall, but at the end of the day. If you get up there and you set all your stuff up right, yeah. you're not going to fall. They're yeah. saying that a saddle, they're saying that they're more safe than a climber because if the moment that you leave the ground, you've always got something tying you to the tree. Yeah. They're saying, I mean, even though it doesn't look safer and it doesn't feel safer, they're saying that it is safer. So, like I said, I haven't had any slip-ups with mine yet, but it's, it's at the end of the day, it's trusting your stuff. I yeah. mean, every time you get in a stand, you're trusting something. your stand. You know what I mean? You're yeah. trusting your climber not to slip. You've got to trust your knots on your ropes not to slip. Something's always going to happen at some point. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of it's going to be maintenance too. Obviously, don't don't leave your ropes outside. Don't let them dry rot. Yeah. I mean, then then something's probably going to happen. And don't leave your stand hanging in a tree yeah. all summer. And yeah, know. but I mean, this is definitely not something that you can just hang and leave. Right. It's it's not it's not made for that. And it's not it's not gonna hold up to that. And no one wants to pay that kind of money for a saddle and then leave it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean you gotta you gotta have maintenance on your stuff, but it's mainly trust in your knots. I guess the biggest thing for me with saddles is uh like it's intimidating with all the ropes and straps and it looks that way, but when you get into it it's it's really not that hard. Cause like my lineman's belt I've got a lineman's rope and a tether rope. Right. They're the same exact rope, the same exact knots. Like when the the dude sent them to me and I opened the box, I was like, well, which one's which? And then I got to look and they're the same thing. So basically all it is is just so you don't have to undo one and then make it up as the other. Right. So, I mean, really there's only, you know, two different ropes. You've got a bridge on your saddle. It's all the same knots. They're all, they all adjust the same way. It's just kind of intimidating at first trying to figure out what you need and what you need to do. But back to the bow thing, uh, if I do go get a Matthews, you know, if I do end mm-hmm. up swapping, uh, be the best decision you ever made. I'm running like 55 pound draw and I'm shooting light arrows. I'm just, I have no reason to shoot, you know, super fast. No, my bow sit on 60 pounds and still shooting 280s. All of, all of my spots are 35 yards. That's as far as I'm shooting, and that's as far as I care to shoot. You know what I mean? If I'm shooting past 40 yards, I don't – it's not that I don't trust my shot. It's just your your percentage of making an ethical good shot are dwindling quickly. Every every deer I've shot at over 50 yards I've killed. The deer ain't getting no faster. They're not. No. Your bow's getting faster. The deer aren't getting any faster. Faster is less forgiving. Yes. Faster is – If I go chrono my switchback right now, it probably wouldn't chrono, but – 230 240 yeah. and i've killed if deer that. with it if that yeah it's them, more them out. old bows shoot slow <laughs> yeah but i mean it's i still love that bow i yeah. wish i could still shoot it but i can't yeah too short yeah the draw length doesn't go out enough for me which i guess i could still shoot it but yeah. it wouldn't be very comfortable and it needs a new string pretty bad yeah i uh yeah i mean that's i probably will pretty much stick to fmjs for deer hunting or hunting just because I've every deer I've ever shot with carbon arrows broke it, so yeah, I've never broken FMJ on a deer, so and I just like FMJs. I like heavier arrows. Yeah, I mean I'd like to see what a like three hundred eighty, four hundred twenty grain arrow. Would I actually shoot. haven't shot anything yet with my four mils. 
I shot them with the fives, but I haven't shot them since I switched oh, to fours. Oh, I love four mils. I shot some four mil. Uh, what were they? Do they even make four mil FMJs? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really? I've shot those before, too. I shot four mil FMJs, and I've shot four mil Axises. I think that's what they were. And uh, I love both of them. I love four mils. only reason I got five mils is because Precision didn't have four mils. <laughs> Fair enough. I wanted four mils with outserts. I love the way those arrows look. And that opens it up and doesn't have arrow drag. Right. So. But, yeah, yep. I think if I swap bows, I'm going to – I just moved to a thumb release. I went and had, you know, I had to go get me a UV. Game changer. Um, I'm actually fixing to go swap that out for what? another one. You don't like the UV? No, I love that UV, but it lets go of arrows. What do you mean? Like – the other day, I was shooting at Jarrett's Sunday. Sunday. It let go of five arrows. Did you set it up? Yes. Did you set it up correctly? No, like everything <laughs> everything worked. And I shot. I shot a precision. I shot at Jarrett's. No problem. What do you and mean letting go of arrows? I'll like, be like mid-draw. Press the button, latched it on the D-loop, half-draw, and it's just it's it's not just, set up right. He did bump one. I was there. I watched it. He when he drug it across his binding harness, so he learned that one. Right. That one. That one was on him. But but then it did it multiple times. He even like grabbed the bow and like out here was like this, and it just popped and let go. He when he he was not back at his house yet. He was coming back from the hayfield, and I I would shot a couple times for twenty, making sure you know I'm still on because my bow slipped out of my back seat into the floorboard, and I was like, okay, I need to shoot. Um. So I shot, let go of an arrow, and it flew off into outer space. And uh, I was like, well, well, I guess I bumped it again. So I shot one, shot fine. The next arrow, I got mid-draw before I even touched myself. You know, like I was, it was, I was like this, not touching anything, and my thumb was under the button, and it shot off in the ground. And I was like, what the freak? Before you go trade it in. Before you go trade it in, trust me. Chris B made it's a video. In the, it's in the truck if you want to look at it. I'll look at it. But Chris B made a video when the button came out, how to correctly set your button up. And basically, I can't remember if it was the tension or the fire. You've got to adjust one. You adjust it basically clicked in, mm -hmm. and you adjust it until the button goes off. It'll go off by just turning the screw. And then you make your adjustments from there. So if it's not set up correctly, it will go off. Out of the box, you've got to do that? Because um, he hasn't touched it, like he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he to probably it. hasn't touched it. But who's to say that every single button's going to come set up the exact Perfect. same yeah, yeah. way, kind of thing? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I I did that on mine. I, mean, that, I did the actual adjustments. I mean, and I've never had an that's issue. That's the first time I've heard of you. One of the UVs doing that. I've, that's the first so. time I've heard of it too. But it could be with that that tension, because like I said, just turning that screw will make it go off. Yeah. And it could be right there on the edge of that. Of like going. sometimes it does, exactly. sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So. It'd but be like, something to look into. I held it, you know, just I held it open-handed right. and pulled the bow apart like this, and I got like maybe about that much draw, I mean maybe an inch, and it... Yeah, something's not set up right. Or even if it is set up right, there might be something wrong with yeah. it. But I'd give it a try, trying to set it up the right way before you go swap it out. And I also think I need a large. The medium fits, but after about three shots... I don't know if like my finger swells or if it's the way I'm holding it, but like down my down 
my two my ring finger my middle finger my knuckles are like all beefed up and mashed in it i've got a medium on both of mine but i have wide hands i guess like wide knuckles um i actually got my hinge before i got my butt i was gonna say grant's all hinged up over there i don't even shoot the hinge as much as i used to really kind of in hunting season right now and i'm not really tournament shooting so The hinge is fun. It's scary. It is fun. It's scary. Makes your butt pucker. What? They're pulling a little static. Your phone. I don't hear shit. Well, I heard it a little bit. I'm just... I don't think you did. Nope. <laughs> You're just making stuff up. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. We had a pretty good talk. That was good. Yeah. For, for last minute, I literally asked Grant... You know, 24 hours ago. I think I asked you last night to start, and then we confirmed it today that he was going to be on no, the No, I don't even night. think you said anything last night about it. I think you asked me today, like at lunchtime. Oh, maybe. But, yeah, we, you know, last minute. Me and, me and Jack were going to do one last night, but uh, it got later than we wanted, and we were both whooped from work. So we decided to wait till tonight and go at it a little bit better. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um Got more coming. Got one coming this weekend with a special guest, uh, ex lawman that we all we all know. Don't spoil it. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. So, uh, so maybe we can uh, get some law dog stories on here and uh, uh, see how it goes. All that now. Yeah, he's a little bit outlaw himself. So, but uh, yeah, uh, this one was a good one. Um, again, it's always a good time when I got Grant and Jack on here and. Uh, we need to do another one with the with the whole crew, try to figure out a way we can get everybody on here. But, uh, yeah, again, new merch is out. Um, go follow the socials to get you get you some new gear for hunting season. Um, and, yeah, just uh, let us know if there's anything you'd like to see, any merch, um, any video ideas. I know we're going to be doing some, like, camping videos. We all love to camp. Lots of boat videos um catch clean cook type videos i want to do like the walmart challenges like go buy a super cheap gun and see how it does versus like like jack's got a brand new retay grant's got a brand new sx4 like just try to shoot fancy guns compared to cheap guns me and jack saw a gun the other day in walmart wasn't i was with Mm -hmm. you right yeah we saw one in walmart the other day i thought about buying oh Ivor johnson yeah it was like 250 or something like super cheap i don't even think it was 300 dollars yeah it was cheap so uh yeah lots of lots of ideas cooking in the big old head of mine so we'll see what we can do and uh hope you all enjoyed this one until next time